0: I've got a joke for you this week, but I'm thinking that maybe I need to reach out to you all to give me some better jokes for every single week because I'm starting to fade already. So a monk in training asks, Oh, master, is it proper for a monk to use emails? Master answers, yes, as long as there are no attachments. So (laughs) there's your joke of the week. Anyway, it's been a while since I shared the root of my work with you. When I first started doing this work, my main focus was crisis management coaching. My energy and my effort right now are still focused on helping people during the hardest days of their adult lives. I help them turn their despair into their greatest destiny. The work I do is definitely not easy, and it's certainly not for the faint of heart. Sometimes, when I reflect on my upbringing and how fearful I was as a child, I actually am surprised sometimes that I'm this type of guide. One that can help you walk through the perceived fires and come out the other side stronger and more true to your soul self. But remember, because I used to be such a scared child and it makes me reflect on that old saying that says, we teach what we need to learn. And it makes more sense to me. I had to learn how to be courageous and brave and walk through many, many fires. I've struggled, I've been afraid, but I've also risen like the phoenix from the ashes. I have stood in front of many Seemingly impossible walls, and I've made it. I've become a victor, not a victim, over and over again. And that's what I've been teaching my clients on how to do. I figured it out for myself. So I share that information with others because I think it's super important, right? And you know that old saying when you're squeezed, your real beliefs come forward. So what comes forward when you feel pressured? Does your mind race with thoughts of fear or does your heart does your heart lead the way with feelings of faith? I have yet to meet a person that hasn't been through hard times in life, and I'm sure you can see this, say the same. And there's no doubt in my mind that we are on this earth to experience, understand, and transform, and then eventually transcend these difficulties. During my hardest days, I had, to ha- I had to learn a lot of things. I had to learn to have faith in myself, but I also had to learn how to have faith in God or the universe, whatever you believe or call it. Most importantly... I had to learn how to have faith that I'm worth it, that I'm worth the risk, I'm worth the time, I'm worth the love, and I'm worth the abundance. I've been through so many difficult times in my life, and I can assure you that I usually do start off a little bit scared. Well, I used to be a lot of scared. (laughs) Now I'm a little bit scared. And then I quickly shift into love and faith because the mentality of love and faith serves me. A mentality of fear is misaligned with my soul. It's also misaligned with your soul. If you think about it, that's why it feels so bad when you stay in fear. Because fear is not your true nature. Love is. Fear affirms the lies your inner critic tells you to be scared, to be angry, to be resentful, to feel lost and uncertain because you'll lose everything. Fear tells you that you're unworthy. Fear tells you to isolate yourself. Fear tells you to overeat and overspend. Fear tells you to give up. But love and faith. Tell us a different story, a story that may seem like a fairy tale, a story that may seem unbelievable because it's so far away from the current daunting reality that you face. Listen, love is your natural state. That's why it feels so good. I'd like to share six important things that you should put your energy on when you are in the midst of hard times, because it's better to simplify where you should put your focus. I'm going to list them, then I'm going to talk about each one, one at a time. Number one is, and, and, and this is in not in exact order, so there's just six areas. Sleep. Two, nourishment. Number three, movement. Number four, monitoring your inner dialogue. Number five, meditation. Number six, relationships and support. You know, I you know say this all the time. Sleep is your best meditation. I'm, I think I'm quoting the Dalai Lama. Sleep is when your brain has a chance to do its organizational duties, putting memories away, compiling data and help you, helping you get rid of thoughts that no longer serve you. I talk about sleep a lot. And recently, with the help and encouragement of my sons and my husband, I've made my sleep spray publicly available. I'll write a post on that spray and why it works in another post. But for now, if you struggle with your sleep, go order the spray today. It's been so popular and we've been selling out. But sleep is that essential part of your crisis management um, plan. So make sure you're sleeping. Number two, nourishment. Nourishment is vital because as soon as we feel worthless or simply less than, we start to deprive ourselves of nutrition. You know this is true. Not in regards to food or not just in regards to food, but I mean all nourishment, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, and food. We begin to isolate ourselves because we are ashamed. We start to eat our feelings. We we begin to fill our minds with garbage, like mindless TV or something like that, or mindless Instagramming. We fill our minds with our body and our mind and our souls with fear, with sad stories, with terror. Number three, well, if you know me, you know, I always emphasize moving your body. In my free course, 10 Techniques to Awaken Your Inner Champion, I share that not moving your body when you are stressed. It's like bleeding and not putting on a Band-Aid. You must move your body during hard times. You must. Like, there's no way around that. It's more important than you can even imagine. You can start merely by walking because it helps move your, you know, e Most of the word in there is motion. So there is a lot of science to support this. You can go Google that if you like. I'm not going to include it in here because it'll be such a long podcast if I do. So just make sure you feel bad, you move. Otherwise, it's like bleeding without a bandaid. Okay. The next one, number four, monitoring your inner dialogue. It's hard, but it's essential. I have even gone as far as recording myself so I can hear the story I'm telling myself. I pretend that I'm sharing my suffering with a friend, hit record on my voice memos on my cell phone, and then I listen back to it to catch if I'm painting a storm on my canvas or a sunrise. Doing this by yourself is not easy. That's why people hire coaches like me. If you're not able to hire a coach or therapist this little trick and tool helps you understand the reality that you're creating. It's a little hack. It's better to know what that inner dialogue is sooner than later. I can also assure you that negative thoughts are hard to catch without doing something like this recording or having a coach in your corner, because negative thoughts move quickly, as Louise Hayes, as Louise Hay has taught us for so many years, right? But the negative thoughts also move knowingly. They know you. You've practiced thinking them and feeling them for so long. So they, you know, it's very natural to to dive into that state. So it's super important to be aware of what they're saying to you. They're your thoughts, but be aware of it. Number five, meditation, which is essential. If you've read my recent posts, and I'm listing all of them in the show notes so you can click and go through each and every post um, that I wrote the last little while on meditation, I feel that cleaning your brain every day, every day with meditation is as necessary as brushing your teeth or bathing. Your brain is your power center. Keep the dust bunnies out by cleaning it so you can work without combusting. If you haven't read, like I said, any of those posts, you can go read them today. It's all there for you. And don't forget the June meditation is coming up and I've made a big change for the June. May we've been doing online, which is awesome because people from all over the place can join. But for June, I've had some requests from local friends and followers that they would like to do an in-person training. So June is going to be changed to an in-person training. It won't be 30 days. If you'd like information on that, you need to email me at info. At freewithin.me, because it takes us a week or 10 days to get everything organized on our website. And June's right around the corner. So this will be a really limited group, a small group of people that we do in person. So if you want that spot, make sure you email me um, as soon as you can. Number six, relationships and support are vital during tough times because many of us tend to isolate ourselves when we're struggling because we feel ashamed. The shame comes when you know you made poor choices that created your situation, right? You feel like it's your fault. The shame comes when you think that no one else knows how humiliating it is to have a cheating spouse. The shame comes when you hear the resentful words of a parent that's not surprised you've made nothing of yourself. The shame comes from expecting the judgment of others. When truthfully, more people understand that you you know, more people understand that struggling is real. More people have, you know, gone through it than you're willing to recognize, right? Everybody struggles. Everybody knows how that feels. They might not know your exact feelings or your exact situation, but they can empathize because they have been you know, behind the eight ball themselves, right? We've all been through something in our lives that has brought us to our knees without question. So put aside your fear, put aside your shame and talk to someone, a family member, a friend, a pastor, a therapist, a coach. You can even find support online on message boards if you're so If you're really, really like um, shy and you don't want to bring it up with somebody. And I can tell you that I've often provided support to people in that manner online. So because I'm part of different groups and, you know, you're asked to answer questions for people. And it's a great way to get advice if you can't verbalize your struggle. Okay, so make sure you reach out in one way or another. And if you need help right now, I always offer a free 30-minute call. So if you haven't had one of those already, you can hop on to the show notes and get the link for that and, and book a call with me. So these six areas that I'm talking about that you need to focus on when you're struggling require effort and focus. But so do panic and fear. They require your energy. So the choice then becomes... How do you how do you want to expend your energy? Do you want to have a plan that focuses on these six areas, or do you want to spin in circles feeling like you can't get your footing and you can't move forward and you're going to let this blind side carry you away into the ocean? No, 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 I don't think you should do that. Have a look at the show notes. Go read this post over and over again. If you need to reach out, we're an email away, a phone call away and here to support you. I hope you have a wonderful week ahead and happy Mother's Day to all the mamas, all the women that are bonus mamas, the grandmamas, um, whatever way you are a mama to somebody, all the dads that do double duty as mom and dad to you as well. I hope you um, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in today. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to visit our site www.freewithin.me. Talk to you next week.